Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live from the Watchdogs Radio Studio in Atlanta, Georgia, and the Watchdogs National Office in Springdale, Arkansas, you are listening to Watchdogs Radio. Watchdogs Radio is a production of the Dads of Great Students program of the National Center of Fathering. For more information, go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. And now, here's the host of Watchdogs Radio, Keith Shoemaker. Well, hello and good afternoon on the East Coast. Good morning on the West Coast. Welcome back. We are on Tuesday, another edition of Watch Dogs Radio. We have had an amazing weekend uh, right here in Atlanta. Uh, I am actually coming to you from north of Atlanta today. I am, well, we're northwest, I would believe. Um, on the campus of Berry College at the Windshape Resort Conference Center, and uh, I am up here. I'm going to be checking out some friends of mine for the All Pro Dad Retreat. Uh, there's a team captain's retreat. We're going to hear about that in, here in just a few minutes. But uh, right now, I would like to bring on my good friend and co-host, Mr. Chris Dannenauer at the Mothership in Springdale, Arkansas. How are things at the Watchdogs National Office, Chris? Keith, it is great. We had a, a rain move in. Our area uh, last night about 3 p.m. Eastern time, uh, 2 o'clock Central, and, and it brought some northern temperatures uh, to our area. It's about 63 degrees and sunny, so it is a beautiful day here uh, in Springdale, Arkansas. Well, I, you know, I start to feel like we're the Weather Channel. We talk about the weather when we uh, when we launch up here, but uh, yeah, here in Georgia, it's a little overcast, but we have had amazing weather, and uh, you know, I really feel like I need to be out on the lake. But uh, but you know, we got uh, we got priorities. We're talking about uh, father involvement, and and uh, Chris, you had a chance to come and be with us, uh, and we're going to talk here uh, in a few minutes. Uh, hopefully, if we get our call in here with uh, Michael Knowles, who is the National PTA. Uh, male engagement chairman. Uh, hopefully we'll be calling in here in a few minutes and uh, we'll hear about how that conference uh, got put together. Um, the tremendous success that we had over the weekend. Uh, Chris, you want to tell us a little bit about uh, your experience with the uh, National Male Engagement Conference? Sure, sure. I'll be glad to, Keith. It, it was, uh, you know, a, a great for me to get away from the office, just to uh, be around men with the same passion, uh, uh, being, you know, involved, engaged fathers, uh, you know, uh, with their children and looking to, you know, better themselves and how can we get more engaged? What can we do? You know, what can I learn to to, come, to become more engaged and bring back a program like Watchdogs or All Pro Dads or Strong Fathers, Strong Families, you know, uh, to, to my daughter or son's school. Uh, you know, to, to help. And so the, the guest speakers that were there, 
some amazing stories that we heard, uh, uh, you know, from those men. Uh, just, uh, just a wonderful time to be around guys. And, you know, as, as what I think it may have been my call, you know, he said from the woods mm-hmm. to the hoods, whether you are a, you know, uh, Caucasian or African American or, or Latino, Hispanic, whatever, uh, you know, uh, we all have, you know, we're all fathers. Exactly. And, and we all have that common bond, and, and we, you know, we, we love our children, and we want to provide for our children. So, no, I thought that was just a great conference uh, to attend and to be out, to get out of the office and to be around men mm-hmm. that are like-minded and, uh, you know, that, that want to uh, do all they can for their families, their wives, their kids, but also to be more engaged. Exactly. And, and of course, you know, we were there, uh, we had the opportunity pr- to present the Watchdogs uh, Seven Steps to Success Workshop, which uh, was a lot of fun. We got a chance to uh, present it twice. The nice thing about this conference is you didn't have to choose what workshops that you were going to. You could go from, um, you could you got a chance to opportunity, chance to opportunity, here we go again, uh, an opportunity to go to all of the workshops because each one of them were done twice. There was, there was one, uh, there were two tracks. And you had a chance to go uh, from one to the other, morning to afternoon session. And everybody got a chance to hear uh, Watchdogs. They got to hear All Pro Dads. They got to hear Strong Fathers, Strong Families. They got to hear uh, community uh, PTAs or uh, the uh, Latin PTAs. Uh, And just some great stuff there. And just the fact that the group of people, and the one thing, Chris, that, that really caught my attention was the number of men that are state PTA presidents now. You know, men are stepping up and stepping up nationally through whatever program uh that that you're working with, but the you know, the driving force, uh, one of the best driving forces in our nation is uh, is National PTA, which of course is led by uh led by Otha Thornton. And it's just refreshing to see that guys are really stepping up. Oh, it was. And, and you know, I, I I didn't mention that, but I was you know, I was overwhelmed, you know. I was like, wow, you know, uh, this is awesome to have this many men that, uh, you know, are, are on the state level for their PTA, whether they're mm-hmm. president or vice president, uh, you know, over male engagement, over membership uh, for their state. This is to the number of men that had that that PTA title and connection. Uh, you know, I was like, this is this is fabulous. You know, mm-hmm. who would have thought, you know, exactly. we you know. And a room full of yeah, we're, men. We're that, breaking uh, that. We're breaking that stereotype of what PTA is. Right, so. and uh, I love your, your 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 comment. You know, and I don't know if you created it, but you know, we're not your mama's PTA. <laughs> yep. Uh, PTA wants you to man up, right? <laughs> exactly. So, hey, Chris, you know what? I've got a, uh, a good friend, uh, a guest that I'm just about to meet, actually, uh, Mike Schnatterly, and I hope I'm pronouncing that right. He is a regional team captain for All Pro Dads from Joppa, Maryland. And, and actually, I think we had a uh, a gentleman uh, also from Joppa, Maryland, that I met uh, this past weekend at the uh, conference, and he was the uh, Maryland PTA male engagement chair. His name escapes me right now, but uh, I'm I'm sure we can come up with it, but uh, but Mark, did I say Mike or Mark? I, it's Mark. Okay, Mark, welcome to Watchdogs Radio. Can you tell us a little bit about what we're doing here and uh, and and how we plan to change the culture of education in America through what you and I are doing here today? Sure. The uh, the All Pro Dads initiative really is just to help to uh, increase the relationships between the dads and the kids. 
um, get us more involved in our kids every day. Uh, one of the great places for us to do that is at the school, um, beneficial for us in so many ways. We're looking for, as dads, we're looking for an easy, comfortable way to get into schools. Um, having breakfast with our kids is that. It's a great way to come in, uh, increases the dad traffic, gets us to know the teachers a little bit better, gets us to know their friends uh, a little bit about the situation, and really gives us an easy way to take some ownership um, in the school and just um, in our kids' lives every day. Exactly, and and what uh, our good friend Michael Knowles, uh, he he kind of coined the phrase, you know, giving guys the on-ramp. You know, get them into the building. You know, a lot of guys have uh, have not, uh, and I always make the joke that, uh, you know, a lot of guys haven't been in a school building since they graduated or otherwise left. And it's uh, it's become a, uh, over the years, it's always been seen as, you know, a, a woman's world. It's, uh, especially elementary education is, is seen in our culture as being a, a place where men aren't exactly welcome. And, and when you even see, a male teacher, you start to wonder, you know, why did he make that choice or why is he in there? And as men, as American men, I think I'm, I'm really pleased to see the culture changing. You know, 22% of membership in national PTA is now male. And it went from 6% to 22% through programs like All Pro Dad and Watchdogs. And and it's just amazing to see the feedback that we're getting on uh, on the social media, some of the things that we're doing. Now, tell us a little bit about, you know, we, whenever we have a dad on here, we always want to hear about your kids, talk about how proud you are of your kids and what and their school. So uh, so give us that. All right. Uh, we've got two, I'm blessed with two daughters, um, Rachel, who's 10. She's in fifth grade. We've got Lauren, who's seven. She's in second. Um, just that's one of the neat things about the All-Pro Dad is that I get to, to brag on them um, every month, telling them publicly how proud I am for, for different things, and just to see them light up with that public affirmation, which is something that as dads, we don't do often enough. Um, we're in a small school in out, right outside of Baltimore where we've got about 270 kids. So it's, uh, you know, it's neat to, mm-hmm. to be able to get in, um, interact with the kids, like I said, and just, just see what they're doing. And, um, now what, what's the name of the school? It's Perry Hall Christian school. Okay. All right. And then who's the, uh, principal headmaster or what's the, whatever the title of the administrator you guys work with? Our head of school is a gentleman by the name of Steve Taylor. Okay. Who's just phenomenal. Um, been so supportive of, of any way to get, um, more dad, more dad traffic. There's never a problem with, with seeing dad traffic in the halls. So. Exactly. Well, thanks to Steve Taylor for having the vision. You know, because realistically, it's the administrator, and that's the first step of doing anything when you're working with a school is to uh, to get that administrator to have the vision to understand the the parental involvement, the homeschool connection, the support of the teachers, the community networking. It all ties in together, but it's the administrator that really has the vision and and the purpose to see to make that happen, and that's awesome. Absolutely, couldn't agree with that more. And it's uh you know to have his support, and he sees the benefit of it every day. Um, the teachers love to see us in there, and it's neat to see all of the kids get excited when they see a see a dad walking through the halls, and mm-hmm. uh, just just the enthusiasm and the energy that they feed off of is is really neat. Yeah. Now, are you doing your program every month? We do. We meet. Um, we actually try to set it as consistent as we can. If we do it the second Tuesday of every month. That way, it's it's easy for the dads to remember. It's it's coming up quickly, and the kids certainly remind them. Um, they love it when the when the program's getting ready to go off and. They make sure that we are, we're there, and we know about it ahead of time. That their word of mouth, because of their enthusiasm of seeing us in there, is mm-hmm. is the biggest uh, catalyst that we have toward. So, so kind of quickly, and we're uh, we're coming up to our break here. But uh, what does an All Pro Dad Day look like at your school? 
We always start off with uh, with an introduction time, which is my favorite. That's when we get to publicly brag on our kids, tell them what we're proud of. Um, and then we, uh, as we're doing that, you know, we're getting our, our food, and then we'll watch a video uh, on a specific topic for the month, have a discussion time that ties into that uh, with some meaningful questions, um, follow up with a father time challenge that we're supposed to engage in uh, with our kids over the month to, to build on that, and then um, we wrap up and we all are lucky enough to walk our kids to class. Well, great. You know, I've had the uh, the opportunity to work with Andy over the last couple of years, and uh, and he just just stepped out of here a minute ago, Andy Mayer, and you can go back and listen to uh, some of the uh, segments that we've had with Andy over the last couple of years. But the thing that we really want to let people know is that it's not a it's not a competition. All pro dad, watch dogs, strong father, strong families. We're all part of the PTA More Alliance, and, and we just love working together and we love supporting each other. So, uh, and that's why I'm up here. So, uh, you know, get a chance to learn a little bit more about All Pro Dad. So, uh, Mark Schnatterly, thank you very much for joining us, and we appreciate your time. Thank you, thank you for, uh, for all that you're doing. Thank you. Okay, we're going to roll on to the uh, roll into our break, and then uh, we will come back. We hopefully will have. Mr. Michael Knowles with us. My day is really like at school. Now you can find out. You can be a watchdog for day at my school. Dog stands for Dad's a great student. Watchdogs are great. They greet me and my friends at the door in the morning and spend time with us in our classrooms. At lunch, at recess, and at the end of the day, they make sure we go safe. I know my education is important to you, and I would be so proud if you could come. Madison's dad has already volunteered, and he is coming back again soon. I love you, Dad. Go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. Carrie Casey, author, CEO of the National Center for Fathering and Father of Four, warns dads about seven barriers to championship fathering on today's father. If we're going to succeed as fathers, then we need to be very familiar with the things working against us. Some updated research at the center has identified the most common barriers to championship fathering. There are seven, and I don't think any will be a surprise to you. In no particular order, Two key barriers are time and energy. It's a challenge to juggle everything we have going on. Next barrier, not having a plan. Like many things in life, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Then, difficulty with communication can be a barrier to fathering. Barrier number five is little or no support from the child's mother. Number six is a lack of patience. And then finally, too many outside influences on our children. Now, with this list, I put them into two categories. On one side are barriers that are mostly out of our control. Not getting support from my children's mother, we can't always control that. And outside forces that influence our kids, we can do a lot to counteract those, but they are still going to be there. With both of those barriers, hang in there and do your best. I really want to challenge you today in areas that you probably can control, like not doing all you can as a dad because of time, energy, or not having a plan. Do you lack patience? Is it hard for you to communicate with family members? 
For all those challenges, I would ask you to take a hard look at your priorities, your commitment. Sometimes work or other responsibilities get out of control and sap your time and energy. But I also believe that if being a great dad is a higher priority for you, then you'll figure out a way to be there for your children. You'll make the time. You'll save enough energy. Do you need a fathering plan or better communication? Do you have room to grow when it comes to patience? These are areas where you can get help as you seek to be a great dad. There are online resources like fathers.com that can help. Dad, please don't use this list of barriers as an excuse to give up. Instead, use it to prepare for battle because I believe great dads fight for their kids. They'll do whatever is necessary to invest in them through loving, coaching, and modeling. And I know you want to be that kind of committed dad for your kids. This is Kerry Casey for Today's Father. To get our free ebook for dads, The Five Things Every Kid Must Get From Dad, just visit fathers.com. Again, that's fathers.com. Or you can call 800 593 DADS. Thanks for listening, Dad, and keep up the good work. Hey, Dad, back to school time has come and gone. At the National Center for Fathering, we hope you connected with your kids over the summer. But just because your kids are back in school does not mean that you have to lose that connection. Over 4,000 U.S. schools have implemented the Dads of Great Students program, also known as Watchdog. This program gives fathers and father figures an opportunity to be engaged in their children's education during the school year. Call your school to see if a Watchdogs program is available in your area. If not, go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. Well, welcome back to Watch Dogs Radio. We are going into the second half of the show, and uh, we are actually still waiting for uh, our guest to uh, give us a ring. And we want to talk about the National PTA Male Engagement Conference. And uh, let me bring Chris back on. Chris, you there? Hi, Keith. I am here and uh, glad to be back from our, our small break. So, sounds like uh, I caught you in the middle of lunch, too. <laughs> no, sir. No, so. sir. Just uh, drinking some some H2O. And, uh, there you go. So, All yes, right. Well, um, well, Chris, I know we uh, we had a great time, and, and a couple of the people that we got a chance to hear over the weekend, uh, one was J.D. Lewis, and uh, J.D. Lewis – started a uh, foundation known as the 12 and 12 foundation now his background is in uh, in hollywood and acting and uh, if i remember right from the dis uh the discussion he actually was one of the uh actors that played in la law um so he had several characters over the years but he's now based in charlotte north carolina and uh he went on a one-year round the world trip of where he had a chance to take his at the time 10-year-old and 14-year-old son and to hear him talk about some of the experiences that they had around the world some of the opportunities that they had uh, was really amazing and and when you think about it you you look at a 10-year-old and a 14-year-old having those experiences to be you know with with African elephants in Africa with uh with some, I'm, I'm trying to remember some of the other things. Working in an orphanage in Haiti and working in another one in Argentina, it's just amazing to see that, and then to look at what he's been able to do and sustain some of the work 
Um, Chris, do you remember some of the things that, that he had talked about? Well, I mean, just as him mentioning, you know, there, there were in orphan, orphanages and then working, like I think it was over in China, it was a, the special needs clinic and how how the idea, Keith, you know, came from his son Jack at the time at 13. Yes. You know, a 13-year-old said, I forget the words, but basically, you know, about Dad, I, you know, we're called for a greater good. Let's make a difference. Or, you know, I feel like we're not doing enough. You know, and he, you know, J.D. very easily could have dismissed Jack and sent him to his room to go play the Xbox or whatever. But he, <laughs> yeah. you know, he, 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 you know, he cast the rod and brought his son back in. And they, you know, a year later, is that about right? A year later, they were off going to these, you know, seven continents uh, uh, around the world in a year, uh, you know, made doing, you know, making a difference. Exactly, and uh, and just the uh, we're going to uh, we're going to see if we can get JD on uh, Watchdogs Radio. We had a chance to talk to him uh, real briefly. I know he had to get to the airport uh, after we uh, spoke, but uh, you know another one of the uh, speakers that we heard was uh, Azim Kamisa, and uh, he is uh, you know once again he is the leader of a nonprofit foundation, but where he got his start was is really kind of a sad story to the start. But amazing, truly amazing, what he has done uh, over the last uh, almost 20 years now. And uh, and once again, we want to bring him on and talk about some of his experiences as well. But uh, he he started. Uh, he was an investment banker. He was a money man. And through a um, a very sad chain of events, his uh, his son was murdered in uh, in the streets of San Diego. And rather than uh, having that, uh, that that hatred in his heart for the people responsible for his son's death and, and uh, wishing ill will on them, he actually turned it around and forgave the young man. The 14-year-old boy who shot and killed his 20-year-old son, uh, he turned around and forgave him. And, uh, and now, actually, he gets a Father's Day card from that young man every year. And it's just amazing to hear that story, how it, how it developed, the foundation that they have uh, put together to uh, to active to be active uh, for peace. So, uh, Chris, do you have any uh, takeaways from uh, from this? Oh, I do, Keith. I mean, just the power of, of forgiveness. Uh, and, you know, and he he touched a little bit on on religion in, in his talk, but you know what what he did by by reaching out, uh, you know, to the grandfather. Uh, of the shooter and realizing, you know what, hey, uh, you know, his, his grandson, the, the shooter, what was a victim of society and, and how he, you know, was able to forgive uh, the young man that, that that took the life of his son. And, and then he, he partnered with the, with the grandfather and how they go around speaking to at-risk kids. I mean, just a, an amazing story, an amazing testimony. You know, I, you know, I have a 15-year-old son, uh, mm-hmm. who's begging to drive and to get his license to, to go, uh, you know, drive around town when he's 16. I, I just can't imagine. I know I, I I have a hard time to be able to forgive someone in that short amount of time. I think you said it was about nine months he was able to forgive that gentleman and, and do amazing things because of the work, you know, his attitude and his, his realizing that you know, hey, that that gentleman was a victim of society, and you know, the greater good's going to come out of the death of my son. 
I know his statement, uh, you know, the first statement that kind of caught my attention was that there were victims at both ends of the gun. And, and mm-hmm. the, you know, to think about it in that way, you know, is really, uh, really open your heart and make you think about it. That's for sure. Oh, I know. I know. And so, yeah, just his, his powerful message. And, uh, and, and Keith, we also had a, had a, a surprise guest. Uh, who received an award from uh, National? Yeah, I was PTA. just about to get to that. Yes. And yes, so, do you want to? Sure, I can. I can talk about um, talk about that. It's just an amazing family. If you think about four or five months ago, and I don't know exactly when the uh, when the video hit, but if uh, if you're on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or Vine or any of the social media, uh, there was a video that went out, and it was uh, Michael Carey. Uh, who is from right here in Georgia, and it was a a video of he and his daughter, and what he has done is his daughter suffers from mitochondrial disorder, and that is, uh, if you're familiar with it, it's a it's a very debilitating disease where basically your body doesn't process uh, the food that you eat, so you can't nourish yourself because the food doesn't work, and your body rejects it, and it's uh, it's actually a devastating disease, and most of the children that are diagnosed with it, um, the prognosis is very, very poor. A lot of uh, many children don't make it to 10 years old. And, uh, well, his daughter, Mackenzie, uh, has been suffering with this. Uh, she is now 12, and she's just an amazing little girl. But she competes in pageants uh, right along with the other uh, contestants in the pageants, and when it comes to the talent competition, uh, Mike actually does the dance for her, and they do it in, in conjunction in a wheelchair. Um, he 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 picks her up, and and you can just tell that she is just so full of joy and such a smile when she competes uh, with with him. And uh, we saw this uh, a couple of uh, a couple of months ago, and you know the first texting and and the comments that we have you know father of the year amazing father amazing dancer father with his daughter you know all of these comments we were getting from all over the country and uh, we looked at that and thought you know this is just an example of a man you know he's he, chris he's just like you and me he's just a dad he's just a guy that wants to do whatever he can for his kids he's got three kids um and of course one is uh special needs uh very very um, I don't want I don't want to say high demand, but it, but she's a um, a special needs case where she needs a lot of care, a lot of consideration, and uh, he just wants to do what's best for his kid. And what he did, and and that video that went out there, and he told me I had a chance to meet him, and you probably if you if you follow our Facebook group, um, we had a great great interaction with them and. We wanted to, through uh, the National PTA More Alliance, wanted to present the uh, Father Engagement Empowerment Award. And this was a, a surprise to him. He he just thought that we were asking him to come speak. But um, this was a, uh effort uh, on the part of the National PTA, the National PTA Male Engagement Committee, to award somebody and to hold somebody up as a true example of what a good honest, hardworking dad that is just doing something for his kids that did something very simple, something that that not too many people would have seen, but it went out on viral video, and he became an encouragement to so many people. You know, if you get a chance to go to our Facebook group, and and i got to 
make sure I differentiate between our Facebook group and our Facebook page, which we have uh, both now. And I think I've posted it on the page as well. But he even said to me, he said, you know, there was a guy called him up that said he was on the brink of suicide. And when he saw that video, he realized that there's so much more to live for. There's, that, that, that suicide was not the answer. There was so much more going on. And it was just great that he was able to uh, to do that. So uh, that was uh, was just a great inspiration. Oh, and he, he was so humbled by that award. And he goes, you know, I'm just a dad. You know, uh, I, I, I go to work, uh, and, and I clock out at 5, and I come back home, and I'm just a dad, you know. Uh, and he gave all all his credit, basically, to his wife for taking care yeah. of Mackenzie and, and uh, his other son, Timothy, and uh, just uh, a, a wonderful young man, a young old father that we got to meet, and so so honored that I was able to meet him. So, so many great people that we got a chance to meet, and... Uh, and we're going to look forward to do it again. Uh, you know, our next uh, get-together is going to be uh, the National PTA Convention in Charlotte uh, coming up in June. And then we'll be uh, planning the next uh, National PTA Watchdogs Male Engagement Conference. So, well, we are winding down here. I'm sorry that we didn't get Mike, but we will get him again in the next time. Chris, thanks again. Thanks, Keith. Thank you for joining us in another edition of Watchdogs Radio. Watchdogs Radio is a production of the Dads of Great Students program of the National Center for Fathering. For more information on the Watchdogs program and how to bring this great program to your school, go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. Remember, the only schools that don't have a Watchdogs program are the ones that just don't know enough about us. And now for Eric and Chris and the staff at the Watchdogs National Office in Springdale, this is Keith Shoemaker. Be sure to join us next week. Have a great week. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.